this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. It is winter time. I know spring is coming, but it is winter time. And world conditions are a little bit interesting with the swift changes in the weather. And one of the things that can bring a little bit of sunshine inside your house, if you're getting the winter blahs, is to grow something tasty, something green, something that reminds you of life inside your house. So I figured, why not? Let's start a little home project. That's pretty cottage core, growing something of your own, small. So, today, open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on sprouts. Because today, we're going to do something inside to bring the outside inside. Today, we're going to start sprouting some popcorn. Let's get started. Special thanks to this episode sponsor, Soul, a seat at my ancestors' table. April 16th, Red Hotel in New Orleans, Louisiana, United States. Join the Black LaRue Collective with celebrity chef Maya as she takes you along the second installment of Soul, a culinary lineage of the diaspora. Tickets will sell out quickly, so it's very important you visit BlackRueCulinaryCollective.com to secure yours. In the second installment, they seek to dig deeper into the culinary and hospitality trends of America. This curated dining experience features intentional music by at I Am Funk. Tea and special burlesque performance by Queenly Conjure. Educational snippets and a keepsake booklet by Black Rue Culinary Collective. All of this is set to occur at the Margaret Place. Get your tickets today. We will have details located in this episode's description. And now, back to the show. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to go grab some popcorn from our local store. It can be from our grocery store. It can be from the party store. In Michigan, we have something called party stores. And basically, they're kind of like a very small mini general mercantile, but without the durable goods. You can even find them sometimes at gas stations here in Michigan. Because sometimes you have people who have regular homemade popcorn bags in the popcorn aisle. (laughs) There's no popcorn aisle, it's a snack aisle. But it's for people who don't have a microwave, so they have to do it that way. But it's kind of 50-50 if you're going to be that lucky. Because what we're looking for is popping corn that's meant to be popped 
preferably not in the microwave. I don't know that I would want to try the microwave popcorn. You could, but let's not make it harder on ourselves. What you call a crunchy mom, a crunchy granola mom. You know, you have them here in Michigan, just like anywhere else. And if you don't know what that means, for people who may not be associative with that uh, idiom, they're not familiar with it, it means someone who's very into the earthy lifestyle. So if you're one of those people, you might be looking for the organic, healthy popcorn, non-GMO, you know, from the local organic farm. And I'm not judging you. You can buy whatever you like. I am not your boss. You can get it. You can do that. Or you can just go buy some Oroville Redenbacher. I would like to point out that I am not sponsored by Oroville Redenbacher or their associated properties, companies, or agents. Or Red Baron. But wherever you get your popcorn kernels, that's what you do. Preferably they're not too old, so if they've been sitting in your back of your cabinets for like five or six years, they may not sprout. You can give them a shot, but the fresher the popcorn, a little bit better. Which goes back to what we talked about many years ago in this podcast. It's important to know what's in your pantry and to rotate it. First in, first out. Now you could go all out and buy some of those fancy schmancy sprouting jars, spend a lot of money, get everything just perfectly right, and they will work beautifully. Or you could just go a little bit like me and get yourself a pan, put some dirt in it, preferably from a dollar store, put a little bit of potting soil in the bottom, and maybe one more pan. You can usually get them two for a dollar or a dollar twenty-five plus tax, and use that for your your tray. You know, you can poke a little hole in the bottom if you want to make sure it drains properly, and then you're going to that way have your growing area. That's going to be your container, your growing pot, your field of popcorny dreams. Okay, that was really corny, wasn't it? Okay, so we got the mom joke out of the way first, right? Right, okay. So that wasn't that bad. Now there are some people who actually have sprouting trays. And if you have those, that's absolutely wonderful. You can also try to meet in the middle by getting some of those seed starting trays and using that. And if you've got like a mini greenhouse, you're already ready to go. But what you want to keep in mind though is that when you're doing this and sprouting corn or popcorn, a lot of times people will prefer to put a weight on top of the corn because that gets better results for some people. Other people actually just leave it in the jar at first until the first signs of sprouting begin and then they transfer them to the the field of dreams or to the little bitty sprouting station. It's up to you how you want to do it. 
But first, let's get into how we learn how to make it sprout because that's the most important part and that's what I'm going to be starting today. So to start this, I'm going to wash off my popcorn kernels because you you don't know where they've been. <laughs> They're going to go into dirt, but you want the only dirt on them to be the dirt you allow on there. So you're going to rinse them off and then you're going to soak them. If you have a sprouting jar, you're going to completely submerge them, put them in the sprouting jar. It's all good. If you don't have a sprouting jar, use a mason jar or a glass bowl and put them in there or any kind of bowl, by the way. Fill it full of water and let them soak and it should be at least uh, you know how you have enough water in there to cover for rice up to the first uh, phalange mark or first finger joint mark give yourself two finger joints of depth over your popcorn at least make sure there's plenty of water because you're going to soak this for a whole 24 hours and if you're soaking this like you should be or like you are make sure you cover the popcorn you can either cover it with plastic wrap or if it's in a jar uh, you can put a lid on a jar, but make sure the lid is not solid. Uh, put your ring on top of the mason jar and over the top in the center, put either some screen or, you know, you can always cut little screen to size or you can put over cheesecloth and that usually is the best. That way you get plenty of air as well. And if you don't have cheesecloth in a pinch, you can use coffee filter, it'll work. But just make sure it doesn't break down while you're doing this leave them alone for 24 hours. Now, after the first 24 hours, you have a choice to make, and that is, for the first 24 hours, you knew what to do. The second set, what we're gonna do now, if you're not planting them in the dirt right away, you're going to rinse these kernels twice a day for two days. Keep them clean, Put in the water, make sure they have lots of water. Do this twice a day for two days. And then you're just gonna pour off all the water and then plant them in the dirt or you can leave them in the jar with just a little bit of water in there, just a little bit so they can sprout. If you are going to use them in the dirt, which is what I recommend, after the first 24 hours, drain them, put them completely in the dirt, or excuse me, on top of the dirt, when I say completely, I mean all of those kernels in the jar. Don't leave them in the jar or in the bowl. Spread them out so they're not on top of each other. And you do not have to cover them with dirt. As a matter of fact, please don't cover them with dirt. Remember I said you had that second pan? Put that second pan on top of it. Or if you're using seed trays, put the second seed tray on top of it. Or put a lid on top of it and just let them sprout. If you don't have one, you could actually just put a towel over it but you wanna have a little pressure on it so that they think they're underground. I'm just gonna tell you, they're gonna sprout either way. It's just better if you do compress them with a little bit of weight because you'll have better results. If you decided to sprout them in the jar and not sprout them on top of the dirt, once they have begun to sprout, Remove them from the jar or bowl and put them on the tray of dirt. If you decide to leave them in the jar, you're pretty much, they're not going anywhere. They're not going to get much bigger because they don't have the room. 
So, you know, one way of controlling your product, I guess, is to make sure that everything sprouts before you put it in the dirt. But it's a lot easier just to put it directly into the dirt. Cover it up, have a little weight on top of it. You can even fill a gallon bag of water and put it on top to give it the pressure you need so they think they're underground. Once they start, you know, they've already sprouted a little bit. Once they start growing, give it about two days and then lift up the towel or lift up the tray and look, you will see some real progress. If you keep them in the dark, they'll be yellow. If you keep them in the regular light, they'll be green. But the thing is, the color will depend on whether or not you kept them in the dark or not. If they stay yellow, they're supposed to be a little bit sweeter. If they're green, they taste a tiny little bit of bitterness, but that's okay. And no matter what, they're going to have the underlying taste of corn because they're baby corn. I wanted to add a single clarification because sometimes it's not clear. But when you're having the second and third day of the kernels being, you know, prepared, they should not be completely underwater for the whole time. You should be rinsing them with the water, but not leaving them to set and become stale. Just wanted to put that in. Okay, back to the show. Now here's the thing, you can put them in salads if you want. You're gonna break it off at the very stem, as long as they're small, and you can just put them right in the salad. You can put them in egg rolls. You can definitely put them in stir fries. But did you know you can also add them to sauteed vegetables and sauteed greens? You sure can. You can chop them up and add them to soups, especially potato soup, that is really good. If you make your potato soup, and you add some of your ramp butter or your ramp oil just to taste and add some uh, chopped up corn sprouts, you've got a party. You've got a party nobody else has. If you want to go full out, you can pull out some of your uh, lamb's quarter that you dried up from last year and ground up in powder and add a little bit of that and make a nice nutrition bomb. You can really just make it nutrient rich and Make sure you get all those good vitamins inside you, just eating a really nourishing uh, batch of potato vegetable soup, or rather potato green soup. It'd be really, really good. Now, if you keep these in long enough, you can actually make corn patches, like a little patch of corn that you can use as a transplant for outside once it gets warm enough. We live in the Midwest. We live in Michigan here. And because of that, there's no way I'd be planting something for outside right now. It's like the man at the store said to me. He was like, Habibi, we live in Michigan. No, not now. You have to wait. And he was absolutely right. And, and I could do nothing but smile because my husband repeated the same thing to me when we got home. So what can I say? But... You can, later on in the year, start a patch of corn the same way we're doing it now and grow your own popcorn. And why wouldn't you? You can do what you like. You could even make a tiny little popcorn sprout forest and add little um, little, bitty, little houses 
to make yourself a little fairy village inside the little popcorn sprout forest. Um, but that would not be something you could let outside because you'd need to gather it constantly. But it would be something fun to have on top of your desktop if you have a home office. I mean, just think about it. Little fairy figurines hiding in the corn. Little fairy children in the corn. Okay, that got really dark. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was fun for a second. It scared you. I scared myself. But um, you could definitely do that. You could make a patch of corn inside to make your own transplants once we get past our last frost date. And that way you could set off a, a corn forest in your yard. And it's a nice little area to give a patch of corn to children, too, if you have little people. But I love sharing things like this with my friends, and we're friends, right? If you decide to make a stir-fry or some corn egg rolls out of the corn sprouts, please let me know. I love corn sprouts, and I would love to share the recipe with you. Now, here's the thing. If you send me your recipe, I'm not going to put it in our next book unless you ask me to, because that would be stealing, and we don't do that. We don't do that here. We, we share with our friends, but we don't steal from our friends. I will not appropriate your recipe unless you ask me to. But if you'd like to see some of the other recipes I do have, uh, you can check out our book on the Amazon store or at Barnes & Noble. It's called My Magical Cottage Core Life, The Quick Recipe Book. And maybe you can find some areas in the book that you can add little additions of corn sprouts to our existing recipes. Let me know how that works out. I'd love to hear about it. I look forward to seeing you here next time on my magical cottage core life. Keep it corny.